0: Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Fenton. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I always think about these recordings as though... You were here with me. I actually imagine that one of you, and I usually pick one particular person, is sitting here with me and we are just having a conversation, chatting about life, creating success, taking things to the next level of health, of happiness, of wealth. So I don't know why, for some reason today, I just want to like paint that picture for you. If you were sitting here with me like I imagine you are, we are at my kitchen table, which has been chewed around the perimeter by Rumi the Puppy, who owns this place, it seems. We're not in the office yet because there is not enough furniture in there to make it really soundproof friendly yet. But soon, soon, soon. So we're sitting at the kitchen table. There are a bunch of things on the table, a vase of lilacs, white and purple, my favorite flower. And they are all over the yard, which just... I can't even explain how happy that makes me. I've got a cup of black coffee in a mug that says, I will not compare myself to strangers on the internet. It's an Emily McDowell mug. I've got a glass of water. I've got my protein shake, even though I never stop these recordings to take a sip of anything, or I usually don't. But the boyfriend is outside. He is mowing the grass. The puppy is out there as well. I just share that because I really do imagine us just having a conversation here. And today it's about some conversations I've had this week. This week has been a lot of fun. Between talking to some of my 12 Weeks to Transformation clients on the phone, and also going through the week six survey, I always am asking for feedback beginning in week one. What's going well? How can I help? I ask that over and over and over again. In week six, there's a specific survey, and it's only two questions. It says, how can you help you? How can you help yourself? And how can I help you? And... I like to reflect on themes. It really helps me help my clients by whether it's at the end of the day or the end of the week, and I usually do it both ways, what are the themes that keep coming up, you know? Because that tells me about the conversations we need to have, about the tools I need to make sure that I am instilling, that I am teaching, that I am sharing, that I'm practicing in my own life so I can use my own experience to help my clients help themselves, And I've done this before, it's been a while, episode 548, I think I did something similar. But as I was recapping, okay, what are the themes that are coming up in these phone calls? What are the themes in my responses to this week six survey? How can you help yourself? How can I help you? I thought, let's just share them on the podcast. These are not only the challenges that are coming up, but very specifically the tools that I am using most with my clients. The very coolest part of this to me is that the tools I shared in episode 548 when I was recapping these conversations I was having with my 12 Weeks to Transformation clients and the tools that I'm going to share today, they're very similar. And the reason that excites me is because it reinforces this fundamental belief I have that we don't need very much in order to become successful. And that can be quite a relief. When we think about all the tools that are available to us, all the opinions, all the books, all the plans and programs and strategies and approaches, it is a very, very, very small set of tools that we need to transform our lives in a wild fashion, which is great. That's like the best news ever. Think about it. As if, you know, I think about the renovations that I'm doing on this property, and if you told me there were only three tools I needed to do all the work in this home, on this property, I I would be just overjoyed, right? And that's really true in our own lives, that there is a tiny little group of tools, and when we practice those tools, when we make them our own, they are really all we need, whether we want to change our food choices, whether we want to create financial freedom, if we want to start a business, if we want to improve our relationships, improve our health. It's this very small subset of tools, which is so exciting, so exciting. Before we dive into these tools, I'm going to share my thoughts on them today, these three tools that keep recurring in my conversations with my clients. Every single day, multiple times a day. I want to tell you that today's episode is proudly brought to you by Fabletics. Most of you have heard me talk about Fabletics before, an athleisure company. And I love that term because it basically gives me permission to wear leggings everywhere. (laughs) Which, being the simple girl that I am, there's really nothing better than that. Uh, Fabletics, I was about to say athleisure, Fabletics is actually founded by the one and only Kate Hudson, If you've ever seen the movie How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, that blonde lady, that's Kate Hudson. She founded Fabletics. And I was actually just on there this morning because they had a heck of a Memorial Day sale. I got 50% off everything. And the thing that I wanted to tell you that I bought because I hadn't seen it before, I go on there at least once a month to check out their stuff. But I bought the Megan Medium Impact Sports Bra. So for me personally, I never buy their low impact sports bras, always only medium and high because my life is at least medium impact and my workouts are definitely higher impact. But I got the Megan medium impact sports bra. It definitely looks like an awesome everyday bra, uh, but also can hold up to chasing the puppy around the yard and working out. And like I said, run right now and check and see if their Memorial Day sale is still going on because it was bananas. Um. Their leggings were only $22.47. The bra cost me like $19, which is crazy because yes, you can get kind of junky sports bras for around that, but then they don't they don't hold you up, they don't support you, they don't last very long. I have been thrilled with Fabletic's quality time and time again. And on top of that, and I'm sure this is in large part due to Kate Hudson's influence, they just have so many amazing colors and patterns and styles for workout but also everyday wear. So definitely check out Fabletics if you have not already. And when you go through, when you register through Fabletics.com forward slash primal potential. You get two pairs of leggings for $24.99, which, if you are familiar with some of the big brand legging prices out there, you know what a crazy amazing deal that is. Fabletics.com forward slash primal potential and check out the Megan medium impact sports bra. I got it in two colors. So I got two of them um, because when I find something that I'm really excited about, why not get it in different colors? So I cannot. Wait for you to tell me what you think of that. I think it's adorable and also will absolutely hold up to a lot of uh, the activity. All right, back to these tools that keep coming up again and again and again and again. This is actually one I know I talked about in episode 548, which gets me really excited because, again, Smaller toolkit means we don't need to overwhelm ourselves with all of these different things. It really is a small group of skills, of tools, of patterns and behaviors that can transform every area of our lives. And this is also one, not only did I talk about it in episode 548, I write about it at length in Chasing Cupcakes. And that is moving from the problem to the solution. Moving from the problem to the solution. Yeah, it seems obvious, and so many people are not doing it. In order to make a change, in order to make progress, in order to change any aspect of your life, you've got to get out of the problem and into the solution. Hear me out on this. Thinking about the problem is not the same as participating in the solution. Thinking about the problem is not the same as participating in the solution. Understanding the problem is not the same as creating the solution. And I know that once we get this, it seems really obvious, but I will tell you right now that I believed I was working on my weight because I was obsessed with it for so long. But what I was obsessed with was the problem. The frustration, the patterns I didn't want, all of my energy was going to the the problem. None of it was going to the solution. Thinking about the problem is not the same as participating in the solution and understanding the problem, getting more clear on the problem is not the same thing and will not give the same results as creating the solution. One of the questions I ask my clients the most, they're telling me kind of what's going on and what they're frustrated by or what they're limited by or what's not going well. And I'll say, okay, I hear you. Now let's reflect on what you just shared with me. If we had to categorize it, was it about the problem or was it about the solution? Was your energy, your words, your emotion, was it going to the problem or to the solution? 99 times out of 100, the answer is the problem. But that's not where the solution lives, right? Thinking about the problem is not the same thing as participating in the solution. And the tendency is very much to focus on the problem, to stay in the problem, talk about it, think about it, choose it, act on it, and that is not where the solution is. As elementary as this example might seem or silly, I was using it on uh, one of my webinars inside the 12 Weeks to Transformation the other day. Every week we do a live coaching webinar. And what I said to them was, let's say you have two houses, right? And they're side by side. There's a red house and there's a blue house. If you left your keys in the blue house, but you're searching for them in the red house, it doesn't matter how long you look, you're in the wrong house. That's not where the keys are. And the reason I shared that is because no matter how badly you want the solution, if you're looking for it in the problem, that's not where you're going to find it, right? You're searching for it. You're spending your time, your energy, your emotion, but you're in the wrong place. So if you're looking for the solution, you're not going to find it when you are invested in the problem. seems obvious, right? But... When I ask my clients, okay, clearly you want the solution, but what are you focused on as you share this with me? And they say the problem. I'm like, you're looking in the wrong place. This very simple adjustment, shift out of the problem and into the solution can and will change your life. I say, all right, let's shift to the solution. Problem exploration is not solution creation just the other day, and I think I might have shared this on Instagram. I got on the phone with one of my clients, and one of the first things she said was, I need to figure out why I can't seem to make this work. I need to figure out why I can't seem to make this work. And I was like, No, 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 absolute no. That is the exact opposite thing you need to figure out. You need to figure out why you can. Because when you're investing your energy in what is wrong with me, why can't I do this, you're solving for the wrong thing. You're making a case for the problem. You need to figure out, make a case for, look for evidence to support why you can. This is simple in theory and it's also simple in execution, but it takes awareness, which is why awareness is the foundation, the tool on which all of the 12 Weeks to Transformation rests, right? A few questions to help you with this. Just when you're noticing, this is, this is what I mean by building awareness, right? When you're noticing your thoughts, you're noticing your attention, hopefully you're journaling, am I in the problem or the solution? Does this thought create the problem or the solution, right? Does this choice fuel the problem or the solution? Am I focused on the problem or the solution? How can I switch from the problem to the solution? Am I talking myself into the problem or the solution? Am I making a case for the problem or the solution? And for this piece on awareness, Definitely check out episode 579, 579 of the podcast, and I'll link to that in the show notes. You can find the show notes at primalpotential.com forward slash 608. Here's the thing. I know that unless this is your first or second episode of the podcast, this is not new to you, and it is a huge mistake to rush through something, to brush it off because it's not new, because you've heard it before. Do not assume that novelty is a requirement for utility, right? That it has to be a new thing in order for it to add value. I'd say this probably 100 times a day in the 12 Weeks to Transformation. It's not about whether you've heard this or not. It's about whether or not you're using it consistently. So you probably do know this. Great. Are you using it? What will you do today to shift from the problem to the solution? Do not fool yourself. Do not miss all of these opportunities to transform your life because you already know something. It's not about if you know it or not. It is about if you're using it or not. That is the key. Are you using this? Is this a tool for you? Or is it just something that you know? Something you're familiar with? The power is not about what you know. It's about what you do and what you do consistently. Power doesn't come from knowing, from familiarity. It comes from implementation, application, making it your own through practice, and that is very different. It's not about what you know, how many things you expose yourself to. It's not that you need to learn more new stuff. It's that you need to act on and create consistency with the things you already know. One of the things that I ask myself in business, right, because that's an area where for me, There can be all of this new learning and not a lot of doing anything with it, you know, getting everybody's opinions on the best way to do this and the best way to do that and how the biggest new thing is this or that. And what I'll ask myself to avoid that over-learning and under-implementation trap is, what do I already know that I can implement or get better at today? What do I already know that I can implement or get better at today. The second tool, and I want to talk about three of them today, the second one is refusing to carry forward the past. Refusing to carry forward the past, the barrier, The way this represents the problem is that in almost every single conversation that I have, and this is also something that came up in episode 548, definitely revisit that one for sure. Again, even if it's not new, it's are you doing something with it, right? The tendency is to carry forward the past. I always screw it up. I can have a few great days, but then I have a series of bad ones. I start to make progress, and then it all falls apart. There is this pattern of carrying forward the past and not opening yourself up to the fact that, hey, the only way the past shows up in the present is if you bring it there. This is a fresh moment. This is a blank slate. Your past patterns do not have to carry forward. The only way that they can is if you bring them there. Stop arguing for the way things were as if they are the way they are now. Because the fact is, how things are today depends on what you choose today. The only way that the past can repeat itself is if you choose it. I love the quote that says, you know, something like the, the mountains. Why are you carrying the mountains you were only intended to climb? Why are you carrying the mountains that you were only intended to climb? Why are you bringing it with you? What happened yesterday, the way things were last week or last month or for the last 10 years? You're actually free from that. This is a blank slate. This is a new moment. The only way... That the past shows up where you are now is if you choose it again, if you fuel it with your attention, if you fuel it with your emotion, your words, your thoughts, your behaviors, this can actually be a fresh moment. The tool that I'm always trying to give people is the awareness that they've carried the past with them to this moment and the reminder that they can let it go. That you don't have to begin every thought, every day, every moment with the way you always used to do things or the pattern from yesterday. It's not yesterday anymore. It's not an hour ago anymore. This is a blank slate. This moment is a total blank slate. How you've been for the last 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years or minutes has no bearing on what you are able to do right now. It can be different. One of the questions I'll ask my clients is, why did you bring that here? Meaning, why did you bring the past pattern to this conversation? Why did you bring what happened yesterday to now? Because the reality is, we are fresh in this moment. And remember that understanding the problem is not the same thing as creating the solution. It's not the same thing. And when you argue for the way things were, when you say, I always, and then you fill that in with something from yesterday or an hour ago, you are the reason it shows up now because you brought it here. And if this feels new to you, if this feels enlightening to you, know that this is one of the biggest things we unpack in the 12 weeks to transformation is building the awareness of when we are doing that and then changing that pattern completely because it can be changed. The third tool that keeps coming up again and again and again is that less drama means more success, and more drama means less success, and I actually sent out an email to everybody on the VIP list this past weekend on this topic, and the reality, I know everybody hates our drama and does not want to be associated with being dramatic, but we can even remove the drama from the word drama. It's just what you add to the facts, Right? We don't have to be dramatic about this idea of drama, it's just what you add to the facts. So, assumptions, the past, patterns, feelings, what you wish you had done differently or what you wish somebody else would have done differently, your worry, future projections, all of that is drama. And drama keeps you in the problem and out of the solution to go back to number one. Less drama, more success. More drama, less success. I'll ask my clients very regularly, okay, if we remove everything but the facts, what are we dealing with here? And oftentimes it's as simple as I want things to be different. Okay, then what can we do about that? The drama comes in when it's, and I'm frustrated and I'm worried and I'm mad at myself and I'm fearful that I won't make the change. All of that is drama. Let's strip away the drama because the more drama there is, the less success there is. And let's get to what can we do to create the solution? What do you want for today and what will you do about it? Whether we're talking about how you feel about how much you ate yesterday, how frustrated you are about the last five years, freaking out with overwhelm, panic over your workload, worry that things won't get done, angry about the email that never came or came and didn't come the way you wanted it to. It's all drama. Let's strip it away to what do I want and what can I do about it today? I come back to this again and again and again and again. What do I want and what can I do about it today? Just this podcast alone. I'm, I told you guys, the boyfriend is out mowing the lawn, the puppy is outside, and I never edit, but I have had to stop this recording so many times, usually my boyfriend's at work, so trying to record a podcast when he's home and doesn't understand, hey, you can't bring the puppy up to the door because he's going to bark, and if he barks, they're going to hear it, and then I'm going to get emails, but like. and I just kept coming back to, okay, what do I want, and what can I do about it? I want to finish this podcast, and I want to do it with a wonderful attitude. What can I do about it? Babe, I need you to take the dog someplace else just so that I can do this podcast, and then I can enjoy the day with you guys. But having him run up to the door every 17 seconds doesn't really facilitate that. What do I want, and what can I do about it? Same thing, right? Somebody was messaging me about... What do I do about the fact that I hate my body and every time I look in the mirror I feel disgust? Okay, what do I want and what can I do about it? I'm so frustrated, I feel like my spouse doesn't support me. What do I want and what can I do about it? Less drama, more success. More drama, less success. This is a practice. This is a tool. This is something that you may know, but what are you doing with it? And this is something we come back to every day in the 12 Weeks to Transformation. Let's strip away all the extra, all that we've added to the facts. What do we want? What can we do about it? I talked about this in uh, Monday's episode. And now I'll make it great, right? Yes, I've been interrupted 17 times while trying to record this podcast. That's okay. It's not a problem. I don't have to get mad about it. It just is. And now I'll make it great. I'm gonna tease my boyfriend. I'm gonna be clear about what I need him to do so that I can finish this. And I'm gonna realize that in the scheme of life, it doesn't freaking matter. It doesn't matter if I can record without pressing stop every single day when I'm alone. I'm not alone today. I've chosen to stop. It's not a big deal. Not happy with how much you ate over the weekend? Okay. It is what it is. What do you want and what can you do about it? Because the more drama you create, the less success that is available to you. And the less drama you create, the more success. What do you want and what can you do about it? How will you move out of the problem and into the solution? In this silly example, the problem is I keep getting interrupted. The solution is keep going. No drama is necessary. No anger, no frustration, no bitterness, None of it is necessary. How quickly can I move from the problem to the solution? What do I want and what can I do about it? These are the tools we come back to again and again. These are the three most common ones that I've been introducing and reintroducing and reintroducing all week long. These are tools, as you can see, I use in my own life every single day, whether it is boyfriend-related, puppy-related, business-related, food related. What do I want and what will I do about it? Just yesterday, I was starting to feel a little bit overwhelmed and I opened up my notes app. I bet I have it right here. I opened up my notes app and I said, I typed out, living the life I want today looks like And then I just started typing. Living the life I want today looks like enjoying time outside. It looks like being really peaceful. It looks like having a lot of vegetables, drinking more water, going for a walk. Focus on the solution. Cut out the drama. The problem is not where the solution is. Understanding the problem, focusing on the problem is not the same thing as creating the solution. And in case you haven't heard me say it yet, and even if you have, remember that uh, repetition is not a bad thing. It's an opportunity to say, have I done something about this? Is there something I will do about this today? Over the next few weeks, I am doing free coaching videos for everybody who's on the wait list for the Summer 12 Weeks to Transformation. And the reasons I'm doing that are very simple. Number one, I want to get to know you better. And number two, I want you to get to know me and my style better so that when registration opens up in mid to late June for our summer 12 weeks to transformation, you know if it's the right move for you. Because it's either a hell yes or it's not. And I want to set people up for that clarity. It's no big deal if it's not for you, right? I'm certainly not for everybody. The 12 Weeks to Transformation isn't for everybody. But for people who are wanting to create change in their lives, I am sending out free coaching videos every single week for everybody who's on the wait list for the Summer 12 Weeks to Transformation so you can get a sense of the way that I coach, the kinds of things that we talk about, my style, and I can get to know you better so we both know if me and my style and the 12 Weeks to Transformation is a good fit for you. So you can get on that wait list by going to primalpotential.com forward slash transform or just going to the show notes page for today's episode, which you can find at primalpotential.com forward slash 608. And do not miss Saturday's episode. As we shared last Saturday, we're going to be doing a giveaway. Every single Saturday, Sarah and I will be drawing a name to give away maybe an identity journal, a signed copy of Chasing Cupcakes, a Primal Potential mug, a product that we love. And the way that you can enter, there are three ways. Number one is leaving a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon. Number two is leaving a review of this podcast in iTunes. Or number three is sharing on Facebook or Instagram and making sure to tag me an episode that you love of the podcast. So you create a post either on Facebook or Instagram. You tag me. Tagging me on Instagram means typing at Elizabeth Benton. uh, Tagging me on Facebook means typing at Primal Potential Podcast. Those are the three ways to enter, and we will be doing a giveaway every single Saturday, so don't miss this Saturday show with me and Sarah. Make today amazing, and remember that every single choice is a chance. Take care.